Welcome to the Slapback Indie Show. What up, everyone? Uh, welcome back to the Slapback Indie Show. Uh, I'm Richard, if you don't already know. And yeah, I'm happy to be back and doing this. Um, as you know, if you see this in real time, you will have seen that I have had a few off weeks, which has been great. Um, I've been busy enough with a few like artist projects and some live shows booting back up that I'm right in the thick of it with a few artists. And it's cool. It's a great feeling to be back supporting people who are creating. After this whole past year, plus some change of the floor kind of dropping out from under us. Um, and with that, I feel like there are some mindsets that are coming back into play that come in at like a social level that are super important to be talking about, especially as, you know, you're starting to book your shows again or you're starting to book studio time again or you're literally just trying to grow your audience, whatever it is as an indie artist that you're trying to do, these, what I'm calling red flag mindsets, come into play and they are super important to pay attention to. And these can be mindsets that other people have. So the people that are in your circle, they could have these mindsets. It could be whoever you're serving, your audience could maybe have some of these mindsets and that can lead to some really awkward interactions or expectations not really being explained and then met. And it leads to this kind of bitter taste in someone's mouth and you want to avoid that. And almost most importantly is that these mindsets can also affect you personally. So you might be an indie artist that is dealing with one of these mindsets and it could be literally the one thing holding you back from hitting your next tier of success, whatever that means for you. And I want to talk about them because acknowledging them and understanding that, you know, these red flag mindsets come into play is the first step into fixing that mindset and realizing where to go with it. So I'm going to drop them one by one so you don't hear anything, so you don't get anything too confused. So the first red flag mindset that I'm going to talk about is the scarcity mindset. And the scarcity mindset is saying that there are only a limited amount of resources for a limited number of people to use those resources. And whoever gets to use those resources are able to benefit and move ahead, move closer towards whatever the end goal is. And everyone else who goes without is at a loss. And it's something that is almost being withheld from them. And that's the reason why they're not able to move forward. Not anything personally or their own objections and their own limiting beliefs. But because of this external thing, that gets to take the blame and the pressure is off of you. And generally, you see these scarcity mindsets when you come from smaller towns. I know I came from a smaller town and I saw this at play all the time in businesses that were up and running and people that were running things or whatever in the smaller towns. Like anyone who has lived in a smaller town knows what I'm talking about, but the scarcity mindset is saying like, 
oh, there are only so many fans of your style of music that you create as an indie artist. And because that's a fixed number, you have to work around the formula to make sure that you hit it or that it's never going to work in your favor because that genre of dark pop is so small and that's the only thing that you do that it's not ever going to be a livable thing. And that is blaming your lack of work, your lack of care of details and your lack of execution on this theory that if everything went right for you, there are only so many people that are going to be into what you do. And that's just not true. Honestly, I can relate to this on a personal level with my own production business, with Rumble Room, which is my the studio that I work out of that hosts this podcast, that hosts all of the indie projects that I work on. Once I made this switch of saying, oh, I can really do what I want, And I can really attract people who maybe weren't even attracted towards working with a producer before. That there's not a fixed number of people who will ever hire a producer. That number will always change and flow. And that's a good thing. That means that there is some control to be gained from this that I can directly affect. I directly affect who it is that comes through my business or wants to work with me as an artist, I have a a hand in that. And so that's putting accountability back on myself. And it's up to me to make it or break it. I'm not the one that is going to blame COVID for stopping people from making music and records being made. I'm actually growing as a business. I've grown exponentially through the pandemic because I was not in this scarcity mindset that there was only so much out there and I had to take what I could for me and leave everyone else out of it. Because the flip side of the coin, when you get out of this scarcity mindset, it's like, okay, so there's a whole world of possibilities, but what does that mean? That means that you can literally just start giving it away. And that sounds crazy. Like that sounds like a really wild idea, but you can literally give whatever you want of value away. And if you're worried about someone stealing it, or if you're worried about someone taking advantage of you, they probably aren't. That's probably just your assumption that you're making off of no evidence that that is even going to happen. And so this mindset is really dangerous and it w- it is what will keep you boxed into a corner. And so a way out of it is one, go read The Go-Giver. It's a book that is just an incredible philosophical approach towards treating other people with kindness and just giving instead of always asking to receive. Because the minute that you start giving, you are actually the start of this positive feedback loop. And the more you give, in the long run, the more you will receive. And the more that you just take, in the long run the less that you're going to be given to take from. Does that make sense? So the scarcity mindset, uh, it's super toxic. And if there's people around you in your life that deal with this, it comes down to that, that saying of kill them with kindness. 
because that is literally just a mindset. There is no actual fixed number of options for humans to be boxed into a certain number. Like people's styles and people's desires and what they even know is possible is always changing. And so understanding that there is a cycle and there is constant change, it breaks you out of just boxing yourself into this one corner of who you think you are when you have a whole area about yourself to discover without the scarcity mindset. Okay, so little tangent, I'm gonna move on. So the next one is the deplorable mindset. And this is, I will say, a little bit similar to the scarcity mindset. The difference with this is that there is some haste that is packaged in with this mindset. There is a inherent, almost like you're too good for whatever else is out there for you. And I don't know, this might, and again, I, I don't know if these terms are like official terms. I am not a psychologist by any means, but this is something that I have just noticed over hundreds of interactions with artists, whether working one-on-one with projects or working with them for live shows or doing the coaching that I am coaching now. This mindset is also super toxic and it's almost even more toxic than the scarcity mindset because it has contempt baked into it. It has this automatic assumption about someone or about a perspective someone that you're making with no means or evidence to lay that theory down. And it's the difference between saying, yeah, everyone is a little bit different and they like what they like, or the people who don't agree with me are certainly wrong and they don't do it right. And there's only this way to do it. There's only this way to make a record or there's only this way to market your record or there's only this way to grow an audience. It's not true. There are so many paths to get to the end result of where you are. And what it really comes down to is finding whatever is the option that works best for you but it's not that whatever works best for you works best for everyone. And it may not even work best for you all the time, but thinking that there is like a ranked list of what you have to do in certain order to make sure that it's the best, blah, 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 blah. And if you're putting other people down while in that process, instead of, again, like the flip side of this coin is that if you keep learning from other people and if you keep your mindset open into adopting new things, new practices, new theories, you will see 10x, I would argue 100x growth by jumping out of this deplorable mindset of narrowing in on just what you do and who you are and how that's just so important to you. Like, can't you see that the common theme with this is that you are always putting yourself at number one? It is almost selfish to have a mindset like this because you are constantly looking out for yourself and you're not fooling anyone. If you run into anyone with this mindset, you can immediately tell where they stand in comparison to everyone else. And chances are a person with a deplorable mindset is at number one and they are unwilling to serve anyone else unless they are getting something in return. And that road 
runs out at a certain time. And at the end of that road is a ton of loneliness. And it's a, it's a terrible reputation that you carry with you. And it is literally where creativity goes to die. Your own creativity will shrivel up and just completely get wasted out in this spot because you are being so uncollaborative that no one even wants anything to do with you because you put yourself first. And that's not a bad thing. That's not saying that you can't take a mental health day or that you shouldn't take time to work on yourself or work on your own skills. But just know you're a part of a bigger picture. And if you're looking to connect with people, putting yourself first is a surefire way to connect with no one. Okay, and so this is the last one and definitely way more well-known than I think any, the scarcity mindset or the deplorable mindset. And this one plagues all of us. And again, like there may not be an easy fix to anything like this, but like I said at the beginning of this episode, if you are able to acknowledge it and understand where it's coming from, then you are able to address the root of the issue and fix it over time. That's the goal of this is to, again, be a little bit better every single day. And it's all about the little steps, the little slow growth. And so, okay, the imposter mindset. This is the one where when you're doing your thing, you think you have this first reaction of, wow, this is amazing. Or, wow, I really like what I'm creating. Or this sounds cool. I could do this. But then it starts seeping in of, oh, well, maybe you're not as good as this person who you just saw on TikTok or Instagram or, I mean, Facebook even. Um, Any of the socials, I think, bring this mindset to the forefront where it's a constant comparison game. And it just, it puts your mind in a survival mode to consider yourself not as skilled or not as worthy of whatever the success or the the creativity or the growth that you see someone else have. And you don't see the struggles that this other person, whoever you are comparing yourself, you're not seeing the struggles that they go through to break through that. And it's called the imposter mindset because it makes you feel like an imposter. Like, are you really an indie artist if you're not able to produce your own record? Of course not. But... There are plenty of resources out there that may convey that message to you or imply that to you. But all that is, is your mindset narrowing out any potential growth because maybe that narrows out any future disappointment that you may run into or any future failures that you might have. But those moments, those failure moments are actually the times that you learn to grow And realizing that you're running your own race and you don't have to compete with anyone else, it just starts to break this imposter mindset loose just by a little bit. And that little bit is all you need to start. Because here's the thing, especially with when it comes to music and creating it, is that everyone deserves the chance to express themselves the way that they want. It's, I mean... What else is there than that? And the fact that everyone is so different isn't a negative. It would, it would suck so much if all the music that's being released was all the same. I mean, some could argue that like the top 40 radio 
is like that. And look at all the similarities that are, while they are successful by their own standards, they are all very similar. And 95% of music is not done like that. And trends that get big come from places where people aren't worried about what anyone else is thinking about them. Understanding that they are there to serve an audience or serve whoever that music is for, which again, that breaks into another conversation of whether it's for you, the artist, or if it's for your fans, or I believe that it kind of ping pongs back and forth again, because it's collaboration and it's connection. That's the important thing. And these three mindsets that I just talked about, again, the scarcity mindset, the deplorable mindset, and the imposter mindset are surefire ways to ruin your collaborative spirit and ruin any connection that you have with your growing audience. So if these are mindsets that maybe you have or you're just learning that you have or people within your circle have and it's starting to, you're starting to feel some of that toxicity, take a break. Literally be somewhere that causes you to be in a different place or a different setting and start looking at what it is that you value, what's important to you and how do you want to express yourself? And that expression will start to attract the connection that you want. And it's all about consistency, doing it over time and being who it is that you believe that you want to be. That's where all of the men's for these mindsets come from. So I hope that helps. Oh, and again, if there are people in your life that have these mindsets and you can feel them maybe like tugging you down, a conversation is always a great way to start that. But if push comes to shove, you need to be able to create a space in between you and those people to where you can let yourself have those liberating moments to get out of these mindsets. And you will see that the world is much brighter and a much prettier place than maybe what you have thought beforehand when you were in the scarcity mindset or the deplorable mindset or the imposter mindset. So if this is something that is like plaguing you guys and it's something that you're going through right now, just know one, you're not alone. And two, if there's anything that can be shared or something that you have learned about yourself with all of this, I would love to know. So feel free to DM me. Um, you can find me literally on my socials are linked to this uh, episode in the show notes. Feel free to let me know. I'd love to open up a discussion about this, a dialogue. I feel like that's a great way to start breaking out of these sporadic mindset issues. And hopefully with things coming back into a new normal, you can have a proper mindset to break away from these toxic mindsets that will literally lead you down the path that you don't want to go. Even though maybe your gut feeling is to go and follow that. Um, trust me on this. It's something that I've been through myself and the growth on the other side is remarkable. Thank you guys again. Um, I plan to be back next Wednesday, bright and early. And if not, I'll keep you updated. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day and see you later.